0: Let me just very quickly congratulate Anthony. Anthony, congratulations for getting your deal. Your card will go out in the mail this afternoon. Congratulations. I believe that is deal number three for you. So nice work. All right. On to the daily financial news. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, Really wild to just digest all the various different things going on in the markets, both stock market economy, housing market, really, really a wild time. So let's just jump right in. Let's talk about a housing crash update. And I've got a couple of different stories on this. First and foremost, the great Lance Lambert, uh, who has been on this channel, is a fortune editor. If you don't follow Lance on Twitter, you may have missed an article uh, that he put out. I actually retweeted that article with some of my thoughts. And Basically, the summary of Lance's article is a lot of experts, a lot of big names are adjusting their housing crash or housing drop or whatever you want to call it correction for 2023. I want to summarize what they are saying and then clearly point out why I am not adjusting my position of basically flat or zero. I'm going to give you Concrete things to follow and track so that if I'm wrong or when I'm wrong or whatever you want to believe, you will know exactly what part of my thesis went wrong. So let's get it started. First, Lance talks about Morgan Stanley. Morgan Stanley sees a 7% drop in 2023. Just as comparison, the largest drop in the Great Recession was negative 8.9%. So a 7% national drop. That's probably the second largest drop since the Great Depression. Uh, Basically, Morgan Stanley is pointing at 7% mortgage rates. I want you to remember that because as you will see, my opinion varies. I think there's a lot of experts that like to be safe. Very few experts want to go out on a limb because they will get called out and embarrassed. Me? I don't care. I've been embarrassed my whole life. I just keep moving on, keep trying to be better. So Morgan Stanley talks about a 7% decline nationally because of 7% mortgage rates. More on that in a minute. Next, Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs base case. It has a base, worst, and bull case. But their base case is negative 5 to negative 10 percent. I will again call that that would be the second largest drop in a year since the Great Depression. Moody's Analytics, specifically Mark Zandi, who is a wonderful economist, really respected, love what he does. He is also calling for a 5 to 10 percent crash next year. Basically, he says fundamentals are detached from reality. I also agree with that. I agree with that, but we will talk about that in a minute. And then finally, Fitch ratings is the most negative. Fitch ratings is talking about a 10 to 15% crash next year. I will once again remind you that the largest yearly decline we saw in the Great Recession was negative 8.9%. I don't see how a fall of double digits is possible in one year, but Fitch Ratings is making that bold call. They see activity falling 30% or transactions. Now, folks, if we step back and admit that all of these very, very smart, very, very well-paid individuals are calling these negative numbers and I am calling zero, I want to give you why i am calling zero so you can track it and you can hold me to it number 1 and i have it written on my board over here one i do not believe tra- transactions will be down 30% i believe transactions will be down 50% i believe all of these analysts are looking at the 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 data set and focused on demand only and i agree demand is destroyed Affordability is as low as I have ever seen. It is bad, bad, bad. If we were in a normal market, one that the Fed did not break, we would absolutely see price deterioration. However, the Fed broke housing. The Fed broke housing. And because of that, we are not only seeing record demand destruction, but we are seeing supply destruction like we haven't seen since 1981. So I believe transactions will crash 50% and none of these experts are calling for that. So that is the first thing to watch. Number two, a lot of these experts have suddenly caught religion on mortgage rates. All of them pointed to 7% mortgage rates. Here's the deal. I believe mortgage rates next year will be under 6%. And before you freak out, I am not calling a Fed pivot. I am not. The Fed is going to do what they do. They will get to four and a half or five percent. And then what's going to happen is banks will be starving for business and they are going to collapse the margin that they currently have, which sits at an unusually high 300 basis points. They are going to slowly bring that down to 250 to 200. The historical average is 150 basis points, and if business is so slow, they will collapse it farther. What banks are doing is they are reacting now just in case the Fed goes full Volker. I believe that as we get into 2023, probably Q2, you will start to see mortgage rates come down, and it will be my belief that once interest rates get sub 6 you will start to see buyers come back because yes today buyers remember 4% but if we have 6 months 7 months of 7% buyers will forget and they will think 5.99 is a great deal that is my belief you can track that second or third adjustable rate mortgages i am not a fan i hate them however More and more consumers are defaulting to adjustable rate mortgage, 5s, 7s, and 10s. They're getting lower rates. They're getting rate buy-downs. It is very easy to get rates in the 5s, and if the 30-year goes sub-6, they could probably get ARMS in the 4. I am not recommending that. However, consumers will be consumers, and I'm sure ARMS will go up in 2023. Next, I believe inventory will fall. I believe a lot of these analysts, Morgan Stanley, Goldman, Moody's, and Fitch, do not appreciate the supply destruction we are about to see. I believe a lot of them look at the demand side and are missing the supply side. And again, I'm sharing this excruciating detail so you can hold me to my opinion. So I believe inventory nationally will fall in September, October, November. December, January. I believe all of this may come to a head March 15th, which I have called the end of phase two, supply destruction. We will see what happens in March, but that is my call today. And then finally, 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 I believe we have only just started to see first time home buyer programs. Folks, there's no question we are heading into midterm elections. What will happen next January is Congress will reconstitute itself. And I suspect there will be very few things they agree on. One of the things they will agree on is we have to help first-time homebuyers. You will see more zero down, more credits, more this, more that coming next year. Again, goosing demand, not goosing supply. So that is why I am calling for and have not changed my opinion. We are not going negative this year. Year on year, we will not go up or down next year, roughly flat, you know, plus or minus 1%. Call it flat. Definitely not down 10 to 15% like Fitch. Next on the housing front, there will be pain. There is pain. There will be more pain in certain markets. Already, Oakland, California, down 11%. Austin, Texas. Down nine percent and Santa Clara County, where I call home, down eight percent. So just because I'm not calling a national median uh price drop does not mean there won't be pain. There will be double-digit pain in many, many markets. So again, I share all of that with you so you understand what I'm thinking. You have all the one, two, three, four, five things that I see coming. Most of those, I believe the experts are missing. Again, sometimes the experts like to be on the same side, so they're either all right or they're all wrong. They don't like to stand apart. I am very comfortable standing alone, and I am very comfortable being wrong. Let's see what happens. Next, I want to let you know about something that I am ecstatic about. Something I am trying to do with this channel one rental at a time is merge it with my physical office in Fresno, California called The Hub. If you are in the Central Valley, if you are looking to buy or sell a property, I want to hear from you. I want to capture real-life stories about what you are doing and see if my team can help you. I am not looking for a commission. I am not looking to get paid. We are going to create a video series and tell your story. We already have Joshua, a first-time homebuyer, low down payment, looking to do an FHA house hack. If you are, again, a buyer or a seller, I would like you to reach out to the Hub. You're going to hear more about it at 9 o'clock today when I do the Hub call. But we are likely going to do office hours from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We are going to check out if this helps people. If we get enough people coming by, Uh, We will document their stories and see if we can help them. Again, buyers and sellers, investors, whoever you are, if you have interest in real estate selling or buying, we want to hear from you. Again, if you are a real estate agent, we want to hear from you. We want to interview your clients and you together. We are not taking your money. We are taking the story and seeing if we can inspire and help others. This is how I merge one rental at a time with The Hub. And we help more and more people across the country. So if you're willing to get a little vulnerable, ask some questions, get inspired, please reach out to the Hub. We will do more on that later. But again, we're thinking about office hours from 9 to 1, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we will expand those if enough people reach out. Tesla. Tesla had a miss. It's funny enough, I think Dan Bird and I talked about that yesterday. Uh, We talked about the potential miss. you can argue whether it's a miss because the bulls will say hey they produced a record the bears will say hey it's stuck in shipping i don't care i'm no, i don't own tesla i am not in the fight i will say that tesla is the last cult like stock uh, and if that breaks there could be lots of pain but to be clear expectations were 365 deliveries were 343 what does that mean well, deliveries is where revenue is recognized. It's not recognized at shipment. It's recognized at delivery. So it is fair to assume that Tesla will have a revenue miss. And then if you take a revenue miss on top of what uh, Meet Kevin had told talked about, a billion-dollar potential FX or currency charge, and then if you listen to or you read Tesla's earnings or statement of deliveries, shipping costs have gone up. So it would not surprise me tying all these together that Tesla misses on revenue and Tesla misses on earnings, but again, who knows? I don't have a dog in the fight. There are Tesla bulls that are so excited about a robot. I would ask you about Tesla. When do you call them a distracted company? Serious question. Tesla reports car deliveries. They're a car manufacturer. Some might argue there are a um, production facility. But when do you look at Tesla and go, you're distracted? You're burning money on a robot. You're burning money on this. You're burning money on that. When do people say enough is enough? Spend those out, sell those off, do something else. I don't know. We are entering an interesting time. I think Tesla reports on the 17th, I think, maybe 19th. I don't know. Sometime middle of the month, that will be an interesting report to look at. Credit Suisse, one of the largest Swiss bank, I believe it's number two, is in trouble. Anytime a bank comes out and tries to tell or tell it investors that it is strong, all I can think about is Lehman Brothers, where they come out one day and say we are well capitalized and the next day they are bankrupt. That's all I can think about watching people on CNBC parade out of their offices. Credit Suisse, where there's smoke, there is file. Their default swaps, which are priced on risk, have exploded. There is definitely pain there. Credit Suisse needs money. They're looking to raise. It will be very interesting to see what's going on there. OPEC. This could be a problem, folks. OPEC is looking to perhaps have a historic cut on output. Think about what I just said. We are heading into winter. We have been releasing a million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve every day. That will need to be replenished. At the same time that OPEC is cutting output, potentially cutting output, where where will prices go? You can't muck with supply in artificial ways and not have future pain. Yes, the million barrels of strategic oil reserve felt great over the summer. I suspect it will feel terrible in the winter. The oil doesn't replenish itself for free. It's not osmosis or something. This will be interesting to watch. Rent crash. I don't know if you've seen it, but there's been some very popular videos about rent crashes. I thought I would talk about them at... uh, in, in just bare facts, again, no spin. You are undoubtedly hearing about rent crashing. I believe it's better said that rent increases are slowing. Let me tell you why. The average rent increase, according to apartmentdata.com, this is for Dallas, right? A, a sub-market of Texas, Dallas DFW. In 2021, rents went up 18%. Can't have that. That's a problem. Can't have it. Next, from January to May of this year, rents crashed. They only went up fourteen percent. From May to May to August, May to August, rents in DFW crashed. They only went up eleven percent. So if you are a channel that likes to be intellectually dishonest. You could say that DFW rent increases crashed roughly 50%. Because again, if they were up 18.8, and now they're only up 11.7, that is a drop of 7%. And you could do mental gymnastics and say rents are crashing 40 to 50% in DFW. I believe that is intellectually dishonest. It is using percentages and growth rates in dishonest ways. But hey, you folks really like to click on those videos. Yeah, pretty, pretty crazy stuff. Oh, and the UK, I don't know if you saw this, uh, but obviously the UK Central Bank came out and bailed out the markets last week. Now the UK government is scrapping some of their tax cuts. So again, you are seeing the Uh, UK uh, pound becomes stronger, uh, interest rates come down, as really the central bank and the government get on the same page. I think think everybody was surprised by what is going on. Uh, So a couple of other things. uh, Back to rent increases. Freddie Mac says that 60% of tenants have seen a rent increase already this year. Pretty crazy. Uh, a couple other things I noted. Uh, savings. We saw a record savings rate of $2.1 trillion savings balance in August of 2021. One year later, actually 13 months later, so September 2022, that savings rate has come gone down $630 billion. So you're seeing more and more people have to dip into this record savings amount. Uh, going forward, and then lastly, we talked about migration out and versus migration in to Illinois, New York, and California. Thanks to uh, Danielle DiMartino Martino Booth, a great follow on Twitter. If you look her up on YouTube, she has great videos. She she understands the intricacies of the Fed. She not only she came out with another tweet that talked about the well-to-do or high-paying. The high paying residents are choosing at a 3 to 1 rate not to move to California, New York or Illinois. Folks, higher taxes matter. And if you are in one of these states, which I am, California, New York and Illinois, when you lose the top end of your tax basis, you are in trouble. I don't remember the exact percentage but I'll be close. In California, The top 1% pay 40% of the yearly California taxes. So, what happens if we lose 30% of that top 1%? You guessed it. You either cut services, which California will never do, or two, you raise taxes on the middle class. It's coming. It's coming. All right, everybody. It is Monday, October 3rd. Hopefully you liked my thoughts about the housing crash. I admit I'm standing on an island seemingly all by myself. This could be a foolish move, but I am okay with it. It is what I believe. Again, I am calling for transactions to be down 50%, rates next year under six, arms used to rise, inventory down, and first-time homebuyer programs up. That's what I'm thinking. You can hold me to all of those.